0: Hi, welcome to another edition of One Guest. I'm Edgar B. Herwick III, and with me today is the head of the Comparative Media Studies program at MIT, Professor Henry Jenkins. Henry, thank you so much for coming in today. Happy to be here. Now, you talk about a lot of things in your department and in your work and your books, but one of the areas that you deal with is this idea of participatory culture. And this is something that is not necessarily new. This is something you came to early in your studies. Can you talk about sort of the beginnings of this for you?
1: Yeah, I've been studying participatory culture for more than 20 years. And before that, I was a fan. And that's where I really learned this concept. That As a as first-generation Star Trek fan, we'd gather with friends. We'd discuss the episodes. Uh, people were writing original stories set in the Star Trek universe. Right. They were designing costumes and filming Super 8 movies. There was a whole culture around television. And I got to graduate school and I was hearing professors tell me, you know, we're victims of the media. The media, we're passive consumers, we're couch potatoes, we sit and drool all over ourselves when we watch TV. And I (laughs) never bought it because I'd lived in such a vibrant, creative, active community. And so, but what I mean by participatory culture is a culture where we make media as well as consume it, where we talk critically with each other about media, where we're not simply taking what we're given, but we take media in our own hands and use the tools and platforms we
0: have and to so, change our relationship So while content. this was happening, you know, with TV in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, this is something you're talking about, especially in making media, that the digital revolution has really unable to explode is that right you know statistically the
1: pew center for internet and in american life found that sixty percent of american teenagers online have produced media and about a third of teenagers online have shared the media they produced beyond their immediate circle of friends and family so this is a revolution yeah. a growing number every year more and more people are producing media and having that experience of sharing the media they produced with a a
0: community that they know beyond their circle of close contact. So what, what, what do you think are the implications of the fact that you know everybody uh, across the globe is now making media, distributing it everywhere? What, what does that do to the culture?
1: Well, it means the media environment we live in is dramatically more diverse, that more, as more people produce media we hear more stories we wouldn't have heard before. We hear modes of expression that come from cultural traditions that don't have access to broadcast media. Secondly, it empowers us, it gives us a sense that We can participate in our society in new ways. We look at the other media from a different direction. As content we can appropriate, remix, manipulate, transmit. We see ourselves as part of a conversation with mass media rather than simply people who suck it all in and have nothing to say about the society quality of our culture. So is the couch potato a thing of the past then? The couch potato is a thing of the past. If there ever was a couch potato, more and more people are going to participate in the media
0: culture and they're going to be active, not passive. So here we are. We're just talking, but we're also media makers, we're media consumers. It's all becoming one thing and you're helping to shape that. Thanks so much for joining us and talking a little bit about it today. Happy to be here. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on One Guest.